So, welcome back to the Madness Paradox. Very sorry if I start coughing. I'm pretty sure I have COVID. So, this episode might be a little rough. Um, so, let's start out with best teams for what game modes. First of all, I would like to say a big thank you to everybody who's been listening to this podcast so far. Um, I think we've almost hit 25 listens, which is wonderful. Uh, so, thank you for that. Um, I'm pretty sure I have COVID, so if I cough, very sorry for that. I might be taking a couple breaks in between just to get some water, you know. Uh, So let's dive right on into best teams for what game modes. So we'll start out with Arena. Um, So as you remember in my last episode, I talked about having meta for Arenas. So the meta right now is Morgan Le Fay with Eternals. You have to have those three to succeed in Arena. Um... Now, Dormhold is pretty good. That's Dormammu with the Darkhold team. Um, so that's good as well. Take off Scarlet Witch, put in Dormammu. That thing is just almost unbeatable. Uh, so Morgan Le Fay with Eternals, plus, you know, Agatha, Emma, Dormammu, Doom, Rogue, Zemo, Cable, Kestrel, Loki. Um, you know, Loki and Cable give those speed up boosts. Zemo applies ability block, does some good damage up front. Rogue is just insane in Arena. I've been using her on my main offensive Arena team, which has um, Emma, Eternals, Morgan Fay, and Rogue. I usually I use Rogue's special to attack the Icarus on the opposing team. Now that's going to take off his speed bar, so he's not able to do that his ultimate right away and just obliterate your team. That applies some an insane debuffs, so she works great in Arena. Um, I would suggest getting her red stars with your dark promos. <clears throat> um, Emma is good because she's got you know the flip on the um, she flips all of the oh uh, what are they called you know the Wow, I just lost the word. She flips all the negative debuffs on your team, um, which would be good against the Dormhold. You know, if they're throwing all these insane debuffs on your team, you use Emma Special, flip those debuffs. Dormammu is just good on any team. I mean, you pair that up with Morning with Fan Eternals. You just, I mean, his passive revives everybody on your team once. Agatha is good. I've seen her used with, you know, Morgan Le Fay, Eternals, Agatha, and, you know, somebody else, I guess, a Dormhold. For the Darkhold, really, on Arena, you just need, like, Agatha, Morgan Le Fay, you know, maybe Doctor Strange Heartless, he's pretty good. Um, Doom is good because he's got great heals for the team. Only thing against Doom and Arena, with Icarus is special, if Doom generates doom bots and icarus uses his special icarus is going to take out at least one of your doom bots now that's going to trigger his attack to go again which is just going to pummel your team so as i wouldn't suggest doom in the higher ranks of arena because everybody is using um icarus and cersei on defense kestrel is just she's pretty good she's got some good health stats does some good damage um so let's move on to blitz any full team works for Blitz. So what I mean by that is like Asgardians, Sinister Six, Dark Cold, um, Web Warriors, you know, 
you just have to it's how blitz works you just need full teams um let's go into raids um so i'm just going to give out some doom 2 teams that are good right now bio web warriors 100 you're going to want to beat those up quite a bit um symbiotes are okay they only last one to two nodes i would suggest web warriors um skill secret avengers kestrel shang chi it's going to go through now the second nodes for a doom to skill with those two silver surfers is just nasty um, so make sure you save your ability charges charge up your abilities on the first node don't use them and use them on the second node it's going to be way more helpful um tech as for right now t'challa lady deathstrike doom kestrel shuri and doc ock that's six you know if you don't have doc ock or doom you know shuri doc ock works um but in the future bionic avengers 100 and we're going to go over that later um mystic Darkhold with new warriors and eternals um so that's going to be that's pretty solid right there you shouldn't have a problem with mystic mutant rogue gambit jubilee beast bishop jubilee beast and bishop are the power three of the axman team you can do it with just Jubilee and Beast because every time, you know, Beast hits, Jubilee is going to throw out a blind. And that's just really good. Bishop is good because he's got the taunt. He can do some good damage. Rogue and Gambit are just insane. Rogue is amazing. I take, I, I'm, I've thought about completely deleting everything I said about Rogue in my first episode. Weapon X would be pretty good as well with Cable. Or Emirators with Madeline Pryor. Um, I don't have all of my teams at Blue Iso for, you know, these Doom 2 teams, but I'm pretty sure they should work well. Um, so let's move on to War, War Defense, and Offense. Honestly, it doesn't really matter what you put on War Defense. They're going to die. The opposing team is just going to take them out with somebody, so it doesn't really matter. And war offense is basically the same. Uh, so you could go heavy on defense, wouldn't suggest it, or heavy on offense, which I would suggest because you're going to score more points for your team, for your alliance. Um, Cosmic Crucible, room one, I've got my symbiotes. Room two, I've got Wakanda. Now, if you remember, Wakanda got a patch, um, and they're better in Cosmic Crucible, so definitely be using your Wakandans. Room three, I've got Rogue Gamut. Rogue, Gambit, Emma, Sinister, and Strife. I'm probably going to take out Rogue and Gambit just and just use the full Emirators team since, you know, Rogue and Gambit are just insane. Um, you can use those two with the other Unlimited X-Men, or you can just use those two because they will probably, most likely, take out any team on your enemy's offense. Uh, room 4, which is City Mystic. Uh, Cloak, Dagger, Morbius, Ghost Rider, and White Tiger, Moon Knight. Um, I've heard rumors that they might give a buff to Hand, since those are all City Mystic characters. So if they do that, then I would suggest putting Hand in Room 4, depending on how good they buff that team. Room 5, I've got my Web Warriors. And Room 6, I've got Young Avengers, Minus Miles, and America Chavez, uh, plus Shang-Chi. So 
those are the best teams for the specific game modes. Um, if I missed any, feel free to contact me, uh, and I can add that later. Um, always open to ideas, suggestions, um, creative criticism on what I say on this podcast. I'd love to hear feedback on how I'm doing and what you guys are using in what game modes. I know that would be super helpful for other people if you guys could give feedback on that. Um, so let's go over to Bionic Avengers. So the new Bionic Avengers, Iron Man and Vision are getting a rework. Uh, so let's take a look at that. So I'm in the update section. If you guys haven't joined the Marvel Strike Force website, I really suggest you should. It gives, I mean, we've had like five articles in the past week. It's just been insane. So you need that to keep up, to be up to date on everything going on in Marvel Strike Force. Um, so Bionic Avengers, uh, let's look at the Iron Man and Vision rework. So Iron Man is getting a plus 56% health buff, plus 29% damage boost, plus 93% focus, and plus 47 resist. So that's just good buffs right there, especially that 93% focus. That's great. Um, resist is helpful too. Um, so his basic, the Repulsor Blast, his old attack was attack primary target for 280%, plus 30, 30% chance to chain up to two adjacent targets for 230%, which isn't bad. Uh, counter attack would break this chain. Now the new one, uh, attack primary target for 280% damage, plus apply defense down. Then you're gonna chain to two adjacent targets for 230% damage, and then apply defense down. Then you're gonna gain an assist from a random Hulkbuster ally, and a counterattack does not break this chain. So what changed about this? Counterattack doesn't break the adjacent chain. Um, you're gonna gain an assist from Hulkbuster, and both of his attacks for 280% do apply defense down as well. Oh, and it, you're also guaranteed to chain to two adjacent targets. That's awesome. Okay, so moving on to a special rocket barrage. <clears throat> so this old one, attack all enemies for 210% damage. Captain America is your ally, attack all enemies for 300% damage instead. Um, this attack is unavoidable. So the new one, attack all enemies for 300% damage plus prolong the duration of all negative effects by one on each circuit. So that's like, <clears throat> that's like uh, Scarlet Witch on the Dark Old team. You know, if you use your ultimate that prolongs, I believe that prolongs all negative effects by two. I'm not entirely sure. Um, so that's gonna be really helpful. In Rage, you're gonna generate one ability for each by adjacent Bionic Avenger allies. So make sure to, you know, have Iron Man uh, next to the characters that are going to need energy most, like Deathlock, as he's going to do some insane damage. I would suggest putting um, Iron Man near Deathlock, probably Viv Vision, as I believe she's going to be the healer for that team. Um, 
Uh, so now we're going to go to his ultimate, which is called Unibeam. His old attack primary target for 600% damage. Very simple. Uh, his new attack primary target for 700% damage, and he generates one ability energy for two random Bionic Avenger allies. In raids, he's going to generate one ener ability energy for self and all Bionic Avenger allies instead. So just a reminder, um, Bionic Avengers is going to be the raid tech team solution for everybody in Doom raids. <laughs> which is great we haven't had anything for tech for forever well since doom started um if this character has three or more bionic avenger allies this attack cannot be blocked or dodged so make sure you have a full bionic avengers team now we don't know how uh, we're going to be able to farm this team yet uh, that should be coming out pretty soon probably with the next patch um but I'd suggest grinding to get this team as this team is going to be super helpful. Um, <coughs> excuse me. <clears throat> Moving on to his passive, which is called Stark. Upgrades his old, gain plus 15% extra crit chance, uh, apply plus 15% extra critical chance to tech allies, apply plus 10% extra crit chance while allies gain plus five percent damage for each power armor or wave one avengers allies that sounds pathetic i mean that's absolutely pathetic um his new one gain plus five percent damage for each bionic avenger power armor or wave one avenger ally um gain plus 25 percent crit chance allies gain plus 10 percent crit chance tech allies gain an additional plus five percent crit chance so Bionic Avengers in raid team will in raids will get um 15%. Oh no, they'll get 20% crit chance. No, that's gonna okay. So then moving on, they're gonna have Bionic Avengers allies gain an additional plus five percent crit chance, then gain a plus forty percent crit damage. Uh Bionic Avenger allies gain plus 20% critical damage. In raids, gain an additional plus 15% crit damage. Um, Bionic Avengers gain an additional plus 20% crit chance, and then an additional 20% crit damage. So they're, the Bionic Avengers critical, if they get critical hits, is going to do insane damage. So that's great. So Iron Man's going to be overpowered i'd suggest beefing up you know your iron man and vision right now don't beef them up to gear tier 16 um we're going to talk about this a little bit later there is gear tier 17 coming out um and we're going to need to take um <clears throat> some specific characters to gear tier 17 to unlock apocalypse we're going to go over that later but vision and iron man need a specific gear piece that other guys other characters are going to need and you're going to want those characters to unlock apocalypse because the whole horseman team is going to be insane um don't take them to gear tier 16 or 15 13 or 14 would be fine vision updates um it's basic stat increase uh plus 48 percent health plus 43 percent damage plus 30 percent armor plus 38 percent focus and plus 167 resist He's going to be hard to kill. Um, the, those are some great stat boosts. 
Not much to his armor, but his resist is crazy. His basic heavy hitter is old attack primary target for 260% damage plus chain to up to two additional targets for 220% damage plus apply def offense down to each target. Um, apply bleed against each tech enemy. Counterattack breaks this chain. Um, but breaks this chain. The new one attack primary target for 260% damage. Chain up to two adjacent targets for 230 damage. Apply offense down to each target. Plus apply bleed. Apply bleed to each tech target. Counterattack does still break break this chain, and then you're gonna gain an assist from uh, the Viv Vision. Um, we're going to talk about stats on Vivision, Deathlock, and Hulkbuster as well. So this episode is probably going to be pretty long, so sorry about that in advance. Um, his special, Dive Bomb, his old was attack primary target for 230%, uh, plus adjacent targets for 160% damage. Uh, then you're going to apply ability block to primary target for plus one additional uh, his new one, attack primary target for 230% and adjacent targets for 160% damage. Then it applies ability block to primary target and one adjacent target. If primary target is attack, apply ability block for two turns. So with his special, you're going to want to target um, tech characters because it's going to apply ability block for two turns, uh, which will be helpful against that doom and the raids. Um... Then you're going to generate one ability energy for a random Bionic Avenger ally that was not on at full energy at the start of the current turn. And then you're going to generate ability energy for a random Viv Vision ally. So Vision and Viv Vision are just going to feed into each other. Vision is going to feed into Viv Vision, giving her ability energy every time you use this special. Um, his old ultimate, which is called Solar Beam, um, attack. All targets for 250% damage, plus clear two positive effects on each target. Scarlet Witch is your ally. Apply bleed to each target for an additional. Um, apply bleed to each target in addition. My bad. Um, which isn't bad. I mean, clearing two positive effects on each target, that's great if the other team has like an Emma Frost, you know, or um, like Morgan Le Fay, um, characters that gain positive effects to the team. Now the new one, it's getting a plus 50% damage boost. So attack all enemies for 300% damage, clear two positive effects and apply bleed. That's gonna be great. In raids, reduce speed bar by 30% for all enemies, generate one ability energy for all adjacent Bionic Avenger allies. If this character has three or more Bionic Avenger allies, this attack is unavoidable, which is awesome. Um, his old passive, which is called Density Manipulation, uh, gain 25% extra dodge chance, gain defense up for two turns on spawn, all tech allies gain defense up for two turns. Pretty pathetic, like Iron Man's passive. Um, the new one on spawn, gain defense up for two turns. Apply defense up for two turns to all tech allies. In raids, apply immunity for two turns to self and all Bionic Avengers allies. Uh, when an ally Vivision drops below 50% health, apply death proof to that character. On ally Vivision ability block, 
clear all negative effects on that character. Gain 25% dodge chance, gain 50% focus. Bionic Avengers gain an additional 25% focus. In raids, Bionic Avengers gain another 25% focus. So that's pretty great. Let's look at Hulkbuster. Uh, so his basic Rocket Fist attack primary target for 300% damage. In raids, bury yourself and all allies for 5% of this character's max health. If this character has 25% or more barrier, gain defense up for two turns. If this character has 50% or more barrier, gain two deflect, gain an assist from a random Iron Man ally. So every time Hulkbuster uses his basic, Iron Man is going to assist that. His special, Piston Slam, it's going to cost four energy. Um, attack primary and adjacent targets for 400% damage, plus apply defense down for two, uh, offense down for two turns. In raids, clear all negative effects from self, gain taunt for two turns, Bury yourself and allies for 20% of this character's max health. Generate one ability energy for two random Bionic Avenger allies. Uh, in raise, generate one ability energy for all Bionic Avenger allies instead. So, <clears throat> every time you use the Bionic Avengers team in raids, his special is going to generate one ability energy for everybody. Um, his ultimate is going to cost 6 energy, uh, attack all enemies for 360% damage, plus apply slow for 2 turns, bury yourself and all allies for 15% of this character's max health. So this guy is basically going to be the tank of the team. I mean, he's applying all this barrier, um, and, you know, he's just going to make this team unkillable almost. Bear yourself and all Bionic Avenger allies for an additional 15% of this of his character's max health. In raids, generate one ability energy. Um, um, generate one ability energy for all adjacent Bionic Avenger allies. In raids, apply speed up to self and all Bionic Avenger allies for two turns. If this character has three or more Bionic Avengers allies, this attack is unavoidable. So that's pretty good. Um, <coughs> um, next on to his passive. When this character or a Bionic Avenger ally gains ability energy, fill up speed bar by 5% for this character. When Iron Man drops below 50% max health gain up plus one taunt, uh, up to a maximum of three taunt. Um, three taunt means just how long the taunt will last, how many turns. Uh, when this character drops below 50% max health, if this character has taunt, clear taunt from this character and apply offense down for two turns to all enemies. And raids on spawn, bury yourself for 30% of this character's max health. And raids on spawn, bury your Bionic Avengers for 30% max health. Gain plus 50% max health. Bionic Avengers allies gain 25% max health. In raids, Bionic Avenger ally gain an additional 25% max health. So that's just great. Um, let's move on to Vivision and 
Deathlock. Sorry for all the stats in this episode. New team coming out, so we got to go over all this so you guys know what this team's going to be like, what they're going to do, and how good they're going to be, and how much you should beef them up. So let's move on to Deathlock. Um, his basic is laser barrage attack, primary target for 200% damage, plus apply, plus bonus attack three times for 100% damage. Enrage this character if this character has full energy and crits on any of these attack generate one ability energy for up to two Bionic Avenger allies who are not at full energy at the start of this turn. His special, Gathering Sweep, it's going to cost five energy. <clears throat> apply offense offense up for two turns to self and all bionic avenger allies attack all enemies for 300 damage plus apply two bleed um, generate one ability energy for all adjacent bionic avenger allies this character has three or more bionic avenger allies this attack cannot be dodged so what you're going to want to do is with deathlock vision and iron man you're going to want to place them in a certain i'm not entirely sure how that's going to work out but you're going to want to put them next to the characters that are going to need energy most because they're going to generate energy for each other and it's i mean one ability energy every time you use a special is pretty good if you can get iron man next to deathlock he's going to charge up his special faster you can use it more that'll generate more energy to other characters his ultimate is called emp blast it's going to cost five um Five energy, mm, no, seven energy. Attack primary and adjacent target for 450% damage. If any target is tech, attack that target for 500% damage instead. So with this ultimate, you're gonna wanna target tech characters like Doom in the tech section of Roots. If the primary target is tech, apply ability block for two turns instead. Generate one ability energy for adjacent bionic adventures. So it's looking like Deathlock is just going to give everybody tons of energy, which is awesome. His passive is called Refurbished. On turn, gain plus 15% damage. And all bionic adventures gain plus 15% damage, up to a max of plus 45% damage, which is great. Um, in raids, when this character or a bionic avenger ally gains ability energy gain plus one charge up to a maximum of five at the end of any turn if this character has five or more charged um attack the most injured enemy for 300 percent damage and then you're gonna lose the five charge then he's gonna gain 100 percent focus so he's just gonna do just a ton of damage um let's move on to viv vision Her basic is synthesize synthesoid strike. Wow. Um, you're going to attack primary target for 260% damage. Uh, apply plus one deflect up to a maximum of five to the most injured ally. If that ally is a bionic avenger, apply plus two deflect instead. In raids, generate two ability energy for a random bionic avenger ally that was not at full energy at the start of the current turn generate one ability energy for vision again an assist from a random vision so that's going to generate two energy every time you use that basic which is great <clears throat> her special phasing blast uh it's going to cost four energy attack primary target for 300 percent damage 
plus apply offense down for two turns and ability block for two turns. Generate one ability energy for two random bionic vendors that were not at full energy at the start of the current turn. And raids on kill, apply defense, offense down for two turns and ability block for two turns. This attack cannot be blocked. Her ultimate, Solar Strafe, um, costs six energy. Flip two negative effects to positive effects for all allies. Flip all negative effects to positive effects for self and all Bionic Avenger allies instead. Attack primary target at all enemies in that character's row for 400% damage. And then apply blind. Wow. That's fantastic. Um, generate one... <clears throat> Ability energy for all Bionic Avenger allies. If this character has three or more Bionic Avenger allies, this attack is unavoidable. So it's looking like Viv Vision is going to generate more ability energy than Deathlock. So if you have these two on the same team, if you have all of them, they're going to generate a crap load of energy. Um, her passive, which is called Positive Vibes, whenever this character or a Bionic Avenger ally gains ability energy, heal self and all bionic Avenger allies for 3% of this character's max health, which is what I was looking for, saying that she was a healer. So that's going to be good when this character or any bionic Avenger ally drops below 50% max health for the first time, you're going to do the following. Clear disrupt on that character, clear heal block, apply stealth to that character. In rage, you're going to generate one ability for ability energy for that character. You're going to gain 50% armor. Um, Bionic Avenger allies gain 25% armor, and in raids, Bionic Avengers are going to gain an additional 25% armor. So she's not going to do as much healing as I wish she would, um, but she's going to make it so those characters cannot die as fast. I mean, 50% armor, stealth, heal, clearing, heal block, and disrupt. That's just great. I wish she did a little bit more healing so I could plug her into other teams as a healer, but, you know, that's okay. We don't always get exactly what we want, so all in all, this team looks fantastic. I don't know how good they are going to be outside of raids. They might be like Web Warriors, um, but I'm hoping this team, I mean, this team is just going to obliterate tech two in doom tech and doom raids especially with doom three coming up that's gonna be a monster so you're gonna want to beef up you know your bionic avengers your web warriors your secret avengers um so yeah it's gonna be good okay so we've gone over the bionic avengers they sound great let's move on to okay awakened abilities this is cool this is really really cool okay so awakened abilities basically there's going to be where the dark dimension section is there's going to be a new section called the apocalypse saga um you're going to be able to gain new abilities for well a new ability it's kind of like when you take your special to t7 you're going to be able to take it to like a t8 with this um it's going to be great for only the horsemen um tier two uh, i believe you're going to lock blue iso five 
for that character, um, horsemen only. And then tier three, you're going to gain a really cool looking costume. So yeah, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be there forever. You can take your time on this. Now, here's the annoying thing about this. The Pestilent Scourge, the Pestilent Saga, which is where you're going to gain this new stuff. You're going to need Morgan Le Fay and four Dark Old characters. Agatha Har Harkness, Wong, Doctor Strange, Heartless, and Scarlet Witch. For the Famine Scourge, you're going to need Rogue and the four Unlimited X-Men, Gamut, Phantom X, Sunfire, and Dazzler. War, you're going to need, you know, the War characters. They haven't been released yet. Death, you're going to need the Death characters. And Apocalypse, you're going to need all four Horsemen, their teams, and several additional characters that we don't know of yet. So there's going to be three difficulties for this. Difficulty one, you're going to re it needs tier 13 for each character. Simple enough. It's not bad. Difficulty two, gear tier 15. St that's difficult. But with gear tier 17 coming in, taking your tunes to gear tier 15 should be easier. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, difficulty three is going to require gear tier 17 for each character. So to unlock Apocalypse, it's going to take forever. But it's just going to be there forever. We can take our time. <clears throat> um, now you can't go straight from difficulty zero to difficulty two. You have to complete difficulty one first, go to difficulty two, and then go to difficulty three. Oh. Okay, but to participate in the Apocalypse one on difficulty three, you have to complete all of the Forceman Saga at difficulty three. So you have to have all those characters at gear tier 17 to get the third reward for Apocalypse. To first unlock Apocalypse, you have to complete difficulty two, which is gear tier 15. Um, to unlock the rest of his yellow and red stars, so to take him to seven max, probably they're going to give you a four red on him, you're going to need to complete gear two, uh, difficulty three. Um, difficulty two is going to, you know, as I said, you're going to be able to unlock the awakened ability. Difficulty two. Um, oh, that's cool. I did not read that. So if you complete difficulty two, it's gonna. it looks like it's instantly going to give you gear tier 16 on Apocalypse. Iso blue level four, you're going to unlock Apocalypse at five yellow stars and two reds. That's great. That's fantastic. Difficulty three, gear tier, which requires gear tier 17. Iso eight blue level five, you're going to promote Apocalypse to seven yellow stars and four reds. So it's going to instantly, no. Huh. Yeah, it looks like it's going to instantly give me give you gear tier levels on him. Or maybe that's the required... No. So it's going to instantly give you gear tier levels on him. That's great. Um, so you're also going to get some extra rewards for doing this. Uh, so orange gear, gold armory, 16 orb fragments, and iso blue materials. 
So let's talk about awakened abilities for a little bit. They're similar to normal abilities. Awakened abilities will also require materials to unlock and upgrade them, which you'll be able to do by, you know, doing the sagas. Okay, so here's the stats for the new awakened ability for Morgan Lefay. So time warp with the new level eight is gonna gain apply speed up for two turns and immunity for one turn to self. Uh, an apocalypse ally, Altar Corp. Oh, so this is gonna apply speed up for two turns and immunity for one turn to self and an apocalypse ally, Altar Cold allies, not horsemen allies. <coughs> <coughs> <clears throat> and her passive, new level six. Um, oh my. Gain 50% max health. Dark cold allies. No, gain a, okay. Gain 50% max health. Dark cold allies gain 50% max health. Apocalypse and all horsemen allies gain 50% max health. So everybody's going to get extra health. Um, then you're going to gain plus 100% resistance. Dark Cold Allies are going to get 100% resistance. Apocalypse and the Horseman Allies gain 100% resistance. Crazy amount of resistance. Crazy amount of extra health. That's awesome. And then you're going to unlock a new costume for her at difficulty level 3. That looks sick. And you're also going to gain Blue Eyes of 5. And I'm assuming... These are going to be the only characters that will have blue ISO 5. At least that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. So, year tier 17. Which probably means there's a Dark Dimension 6 coming out. Wow. Well, that's great. Um, so let's hope gear tier 16 is easier to get to. Let's hope gear tier 17 isn't as bad as I think. It's going to be terrible to get to gear tier 17. I mean, it's going to require probably level 95, um, ton of training mats. I mean, it takes a ton of training mats to take a character from 85 to 90. <laughs> but, you know, awakened abilities, horseman costume, ISO blue level 5, and apocalypse. That team is going to be insane. I'm hoping Apocalypse is going to be overpowered. Um, I kind of think of this team almost as like a um, like a Black Order kind of team. You know, you got the main one guy and the four horsemen. So I'm hoping it, it'll be like <clears throat> Black Order times 1,000, you know. So that's going to be cool. A lot to look forward to with the next update coming out and uh, just a reminder this these sagas are going to be here forever so we can take our time on this you know i've started beefing up my dark hold sadly that it requires so much mystic gear i have such a bottleneck for mystic gear um i don't have dazzler and sunfire for famine i just didn't unlock those two didn't grind hard enough which is my own fault. So, yeah, got a lot of cool stuff coming up in the next couple updates. A lot of good stuff to look forward to. 
Hope everybody enjoyed the episode. Again, thank you all for listening. It means a lot. Um, again, thank you all for listening so much. Um, sorry for the really long episode. A lot going on in the game. Start beefing up your Iron Man and Vision, your Darkhold, your um, Unlimited X-Men. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please make sure to leave five-star review in whatever platform you're listening to if you liked it. Uh, if you didn't like it, also leave a five-star review as it will help me. Um, share it with your friends if you think they'll enjoy it, if they play the game. would love to have more listeners. And I'll catch you guys next week. Thank you all for listening. This is Madness, signing off.